Welcome to Owen and Brew's Barbecue, the only Star Wars barbecue restaurant serving up cereal with blue milk. Today, I'm joined with the classic three, Nick, Chris, myself. We're all here to serve up all the Star Wars goodness. And specifically, we're going to be talking about Andor episodes one through six. So spoilers on those episodes as we dive into all of our Star Wars discussion that, that we've been waiting Speaking of that, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I am worried for his diet. It seems like all he eats is blue things. You mean we're talking about specifically Cyril and his cereal addiction? Yeah, it's his cereal addiction. Yeah, he's got blue mm. milk and blue cereal, and it's just like, okay, like, and then, yeah. <laughs> okay. You need to have some more variety and some colors in your in your diet, man. So um, I've been moonlighting, guys. Um, yeah, we, I noticed. Okay. <laughs> I've been appearing on Geek Dad Life 2. He's cheating on us. On Jay and Jay. Well, I have to go out into the galaxy. On Baru would not approve. So the, the, while this is out there, you know, sure. we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about the elephant in the room. You say you have to go out there and explore. Um, <laughs> over the past however many weeks uh, that Andor has been on, um, yeah. I will tell you that last week was the first time you mentioned that you wanted to record <laughs> yeah. with us yeah. about Andor, but uh, so yeah, we, we skipped we skipped Boba Fett. We, right? we skipped we skipped. Uh, or I remember we, we had a book of Boba Fett. We, oh yeah, we did book of Fett. We skipped we skipped we skipped Obi Wan. We skipped yeah we skipped right. half we, of we Andor until you finally went. Oh, let's record us. Oh, let's record. Oh, okay. but, like, but like it, it wasn't like you know it wasn't like you were you know out searching for something you weren't getting at home. Like you uh -huh. just that you didn't even ask for it. <laughs> Like you okay. just said, you know what? Okay. Those guys are are, mm. are are a better option for me right now. So it's, I'm, it's I'm pretty it's pretty good. dusty in the the Owen and Brews you know barbecue restaurant right now. It's pretty pretty desolate. It's well, I think that's like because desolate. the fucking oh, we don't swear on this podcast. <laughs> um, I think the restaurant manager just decided to not show up to work for six months. <laughs> I did. I, I, I called in. You sick. decided to go work at a different restaurant. I did. Without yeah, consulting with us, yeah, so I was, for the record, I was, Nick and I were, were we were always ready and willing mm -hmm. to sit in front of the microphone with you, but you opted to disown us. Um, well, I've been doing some soul searching, and if if uh, if you guys don't, yeah, you know, found out don't... you don't have one. Jeez, um, <laughs> oh, so wow. that's, that's did a lot, did a lot harsh... of sticks. Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm back. Um, I did this mission. And uh, I scored some credits, and I'm I'm good. I'm good now. Um, With whom? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've only listened to uh, Geek Dad Life. Your mic is just bouncing everywhere, Chris. Oh, I'm uh, so sorry. I'm oh, so sorry. it's it just adds to the ambiance of like uh, us rustling around this kitchen here, getting all of our Geek Dad Life doesn't have bouncing I, I, microphones. That's why yeah. he went. Yeah, I, I, yeah, so I've only listened to you guys do one episode, and it wasn't too mm. bad. I can't remember what it was about, but it was yeah. it was you know it was a good back and forth. But how how do you really talk on that show if all three of you are all just super positive about everything? It's just like this is such a oh, great is episode, that right? Do you, how, you know, do you, how do you not you know? Are they all really... like oh, 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 Star yeah. Wars? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh. we talk about things on the show and we speculate about things. You speculate, uh, but like you know, you okay. Don't, you does know. every show have to to complete be a downer? No, I'm not saying that it has to be a downer. Mm. But I'm saying you know, but you know, Probably it's one, it's on one of the things that it's one of the things that work about uh. the barbecue is that you know you always have one guy. It's like. Dude, I brought the I brought the steaks, and you're like, hell yeah, love you, man. And then you get the the drunk uncle, a guy that shows up, is like, hey. oh, I hope you like this really shitty. Oh crap, sorry. Uh, bad pota uh, potato salad my wife made like a week ago. With no seasoning. And no seasoning. Yeah. So like, that's what I mean. You gotta you gotta have that mm -hmm. one person entertainment value. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you're the crazy uncle or if Chris is at this point who's hey, still yes. searching for some pans. We don't. To fry we don't label. We don't label. I'm mm -hmm. saying it could be we, you never we don't know. label and we We're don't record opportunity pooper honors. Yeah. Okay. Um well and clearly this is an explicit podcast at this point because uh we, <laughs> we can't you can take the guys only, out of the RCAD. Yeah. But you can't take the up. RCAD out of the guys. Um <laughs> you have us? what's that? What did you put in us? Try I said take something out of us? No, no. I said you can you can take the RCAD out of the guy. No, you can take the guys out of the RCAD, but you can't take the RCAD out of the guys. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't have to repeat my bad joke. But you at any rate, 
if you've enjoyed Andor or if you haven't enjoyed Andor, I'm glad that uh, we're all getting together to talk about it at yeah. least. So, um, it, Nick can't really talk about the seventh episode because that's apparently his favorite of the probably. seven. The seven, that's probably my favorite. Yeah, the seven. It's so weird. Okay. It's so Good weird. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, I liked it, and, and, and we will not go into any more detail with, with, with Chris. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a hot take, right? Here's, okay. here's my hot take. Yeah. This might be, this might be controversial. Okay. Or, or people probably don't care what I think. <laughs> but I'm going to go on a limb and say that um, Andor is my favorite of all of the TV show series that have come out through Disney Plus. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You cannot be glad handing this show already. I'm gonna go ahead and say that, like, I think this is the best series thus far, including Mandalorian. What do you think sets sets it apart, or steps? It has nothing to live up to. Okay. Yes. It can do its own thing. Right. Like, it all it has to do is wrap itself up to a point in which we see the character of Cassie Nandor from the movie Rogue One. That's mm-hmm. all it has to do. And there's literally nothing that they can't do with that character because there is nothing written about that character other than it's his, his mystery showing up in the, in the, you know, in the, in the, the back alleys of whatever world that was in rogue one. Like mm-hmm. there's, what was that? Don't, don't that was, distract that, him. That with was your... the back alley. Oh, the back alley. Hi, <laughs> Little uh, glory sabers, um, but well, and 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 so much of the show is set on that 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 scene, yeah. And yeah. like, and you don't know what I've done. It's like that line, and mm-hmm. you don't it's know what I've perfect done. Perfect, because yeah. he has this show has nothing to live up to. It has no expectations to meet. It has its almost its own freedom to do what the f it wants to do, and I love that. Now, do we do we know how many seasons there will be potentially? Two. Two. Okay. Is it two a total of two or total of two as far two. as I know? Yeah. And we think we think in ten episodes per season. Uh, it's, or... 12. it's twelve. It's twelve. Twelve. Okay. Yeah, it's twelve episodes. Which is why we're doing the first six. <clears throat> yeah, and we'll do the back six like it's a golf course. Yeah. The back alley. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love it. I think it's great. I I mean I think it's 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 a story that takes place in the in the one of the best storytelling like you know universes Star Wars. Um, Bef- before Nick smears bantha poodoo uh, all over what you've just said <laughs> yeah yeah but but the thing is like I, I there's something about it like you you, you don't have the stress of figuring out how they're going to fit in things that we know you know what i mean like there's no there's no stress about figuring out how how they're going to fit a jedi story in this they don't effing but, have to but also right. this they don't have the, to they can do but the strength the want. strength is also on all of these other characters that they've brought in and the time that they're they've spent to develop these characters to to be very interesting you know and and characters that we have no you know it's sky's the limit as far right. as or galaxy's the limit as far as what they want to do with these characters and i think the strength of the show is is really on the backbone of not Andor, but all of these other characters that really make his story and and really good story writing that like is compelling. There's been mm-hmm. tense moments in each episode where I'm just, you know, like what's going to happen on this? Even even if we're just in Mon Mothma's, you know, um, house apartment, you know, her her place on Coruscant. Even F-boy. in some of those moments, what's that? In her F boy, <laughs> Mon Mothma. Yeah, her husband is such an f boy. Oh, right? oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was taking the other meaning. Um, yeah, me too. I was like, okay. what? Because I was like, like all that. Yeah. I think you're talking of uh, about Bix because she she had an f boy in the first couple season or episodes until until he met his untimely death in episode Tim. three. So, Tim, yeah, the most normal <laughs> U.S. But it's, with, it's with two M's though. It's T I M M. Except Clem is with one M. So, right. You know. Yeah. Th- th- there it is. That that's my hot take on the season so far. And before we get to anything, any specific discussion, but curious what you guys think, Nick. All right. Um. In typical Nick fashion, um, I B- bring I, out your list, dude, because I know you got a list back there. Actually, I don't have a list. I oh, I, okay. I wrote down some some little points about 
you know, the plots of, of the episodes, but I didn't really get into the Nick, Nick pickiness of it. Um, I have tried my 100% best to keep an open mind with this series because I, I am in agreement with Chris and that I like that it's a blank canvas. Because, um, like, whereas in, like, where I thought Solo went wrong was I felt they had, like, okay, here's five things we have to see and let's write around those events. Right. Whereas in this one can just be what it wants to be. <clears throat> um, I, I think the ambiance um, and the settings of the show are, are really good. Um, my issues with it are usually with the plot, which because I'm such a plot person, and the direction at times um, of just things that should be common sense that seemed amateurish um, with some of the some of the ways they chose to show this thing from the script that was probably pretty good to were like, Oh, like, why did you choose to do that? You know? Um, Cause like to me, these first six episodes should have been three episodes, not six. And, and that's kind of why I was asking about how many seasons we were going to get, because if you're planning on really doing a drawn out story, then like four seasons, then it would have been fine. But, but, I, but felt- I, I like the space. In fact, that's where I disagree with you mm-hmm. because if, you know, and Jay brought this up on this other show that I did mm-hmm. where like, would that first three episodes be better as a movie? And I said, no, because you'd have to fit in all of these stereotypical star Wars things in a movie, you know, like once it goes to movie form, it's like, there's all of these star Wars tropes about the movies that I feel like they jam in there. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, we got to get the cute little alien creature in there. We got to get this in there, you know? And where, I feel like they've had the time and space to, yes, maybe some episodes have have felt longer, but I like the space. I like being able to kind of understand that like we're all of the action is coming and I would rather have the gradual kind of pacing. You know, I'm usually fine with a slow burn, you know, if it, if it really pays off, but I'll give you an example of like with the first three episodes, like if you want to open it up the way they did, that was fine. Like, hey, I'm looking for my sister. I'm not sure where she's at. And you could have left it right there. Like, he's that's his primary objective. Like, hey, I am out here trying to find this person. And that could have been it. Like, you didn't need all these flashbacks to his home world when he's a, when he's a child and all these things. Because it's like, well, unless it's going to come back later, what's the point? Um, because it was, to me, it was just like a lot of filler um, at this point in the story. And so I'm saying, like... But uh, so those flashbacks were done better than Boba Fett. Absolutely. I'm not comparing the two. I'm just, and and they were done in an intelligent way where there are moments where you're like, wait, am I, I liked the fact that like I was a little disoriented and I had to like do a little bit of detective work and say, Oh, the, you know, B2 emo is like in better condition right now. Oh, Mm -hmm. we're in a, we're in a flashback or, Oh, she's not walking with a limp, you know, Mm -hmm. just all of these like little. So, so those parts I, I didn't mind. And I think that, that will pay off i'm hoping you know nick you you're i'm not trying to say that you're wrong but no i i mean that's the whole point we're just debating on like what we did and did not like about it you know and if you and that's what i like it like if you like something that i don't like then say it i mean because you never know i might look at it from a different perspective if you saw like well here's the value in that scene i'm like oh okay that's cool well i, I agree with nick if if in fact there's nothing else is is connected to those those flashbacks. Like if we don't get a chapter of the story that has to deal with like him battling his upbringing or trying to find his sister, then those episodes those those cutscenes are completely pointless. Right. Right. Because you can you can say he was an orphan, right? You don't have to show him hunting for his sister, X, Y, and Z. Like I would agree with you on that. But at the same point, I don't think they're going to do that. I would assume they'll tie back. If they don't, if they don't, that's a fail. The only thing I'm really, really, really hoping they don't do um, with all this is I will be extremely disappointed if um, the uh, Imperial officer and uh, intelligence officer. um, Zero? Deadroll Miro. Yeah, the the female. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If she ends up being either a his sister or b a folk a fulcrum type agent then i will be extremely disappointed because it's like 
you can just see it coming. I, I, I don't. One thing about the show at this point is I feel like they're showing us motive from characters. Yeah. And and they did they intentionally did that with with the whole heist situation and that whole crew. We knew by the end of it, we knew everybody's intention and where they why they did it, why they were in it, and and ultimately where they're going with the, the outcome of that that heist and and who was successful. So yeah, I also thought what here here I am. Telling, I think it's the best show. But I'm not now. I'm like also Deidre. Also Deidre's way, way too like way too blonde and doesn't look like his sister at all. True. So I don't, they, they built hair, up. They, they built up the um. And they, again, has to play a bigger role in, in the grand scheme of things. But but the officer that investigates him to begin with, you know, for like oh Cyril. Mm-hmm. Cyril is his name. Okay. Yeah, 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 Cyr- yeah. I'm not joking. Cyril was even Cyril. I, I don't. I don't remember. I don't recall his name. It, there's a lot of names thrown but around. Like, yeah. Two things. Number one, that scene with him and his mom I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, it was odd. It's weird. Um, I I like yeah, it because she's it. kind of unusual. Because, because it could be a setup for more like his like effed up personality because he's got some sincere mommy issues. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, uh. So if, if they don't kind of come back to him, like that's kind of weird too because they, they really kind of like built him up in the first three episodes I, as being like this sinister guy that's like going to be like a, this, I, one of the big antagonists. Well, oh. and I, I wonder like he has the most potential to, to turn, I think, to the rebels. So um, hmm. I, I think he has the most potential to, to become, to, to flip. So, and what's with the whole tailored suit thing? That was so weird. It was, it was like really weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I think that was episode one, right? Yeah, where they, yeah, I asked him because like or, it fits him so perfectly. Or he could become an a, an undercover agent for the ISB, and I could. So the two characters that I see interacting in the second half of this season would possibly be Deidre as as well as Cyril. Um, and and per, per chance, I'm just throwing spaghetti I mean, at a wall here. That's an uh, interesting like... theory for sure about cereal. Um, because, but I I don't know if he could pull it off. I mean, because you see him like what Chris saying, like you know, with this tailored suit. You see like everything mm-hmm. in those first few episodes. He he wants to be taken seriously and prove himself, but yet he yeah. doesn't have the. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but he just you know, he doesn't seem that way. He just seems like someone who's kind of lucked up in getting his situation, but he mm-hmm. screwed it up. Yeah. And so you see him be too straight laced and that like, yeah. if they wanted to turn him to be a rebel, I don't think he could be a double agent. I don't think he has it in him hey, to just, not be that straight. I just see that motive of being hungry for power, hungry yeah. to like, you know, so that's where I kind of see, see his character motivations going, you know, slightly further or, or, you know, I, I don't know. It's, I think the 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 person I feel is most likely to become a fulcrum agent or be a, be the agent or be the turncoat or be like the insider spy um, would be uh, I don't know his name but guy from Game of Thrones guy from Game of the Thrones. old dude oh the, the head the head of the ISB or, oh yeah he was the uh, he was a uh, a maester um, maester yeah maester oh okay grand maester now um, I th- I thought Luthen is actually fulcrum like as far as like controlling or being you know because because even though like and we're kind of referring to like rebels speak here and the fact that fulcrum comes up and and rebels Mm. um but ahsoka was initially the the first fulcrum so it doesn't necessarily have to be a imperial agent it's only a callus that like ends up becoming the imperial agent that's fulcrum in the second you know sorry spoilers for rebels but (laughs) it's still worth watching if you haven't checked it out ralph um what that was yeah. one Ralph hasn't seen Rebels. He I'm pretty cartoons. sure he still hasn't seen yeah. all of Rebels. He doesn't watch, he doesn't watch cartoons. We talking about man. He's, he doesn't he's... consider them to be canon. Yeah. Oh, the star- Oh, for fuck's sake, Ralph. Um, <laughs> just, let, just letting the f bombs drop. Um, oh, stop! God damn it! Sorry. Uh, well, yeah, the cherry's thought, broken now. There was there was one. I think it's in episode three or four. I did like that though with. Uh, with Dedra um, saying, you know, these things are too random to be not yeah. random. And then the places that they list out are actually things from rebels or things from mm-hmm. other canon. And you're like, Oh, that's cool. You know? Well, in the way that they're doing it with Andor right now is that 
you really kind of have to be a diehard fan to kind of pick up on some of those things to know like, oh, when when um, Mon Mothma mentions Sly Moore, it's like if you're a diehard Star Wars fan, you you have an image of her in your mind. Now, if you're medium Star Wars fan and if you're or you're like, that name sounds familiar. I got to look that up. You can always look it up. But if you don't know, you're still in it for the drama and you just know that she's reacting to these names and, and you don't have to know like that. She was somebody that's really close to, you know, the emperor. So um, I, I just, I think that the, the references are subtle enough that they're, they're not like, see, we're right. doing that thing, you know? So, um, and you know, I know one thing that Nick was critical of Kenobi was, you know, the character that they, they bring in. <laughs> but I liked her backstory and I yeah. thought that she added depth to the show. Yeah. Um, where with Kenobi, they were really kind of forced to like, okay, this is the recipe and we got to fit all of these ingredients in here. And, or it's just like, I feel like I'm at a, I'm yeah, at a, yeah, in between the bookends, you know, like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, like we're going from here to here. These series have had to do. Right. And Andor is, is open and free and, right. and you have still several more years till we even get to the events of Rogue One. So, um, now, um, one thing that, um, for season two that I've heard, so slight spoilers, if you want to skip, skip ahead two seconds or what have you, but I believe I've heard that K2 is going to be introduced in season two. That's what's nice. been teased. So, um, so, and, and that kind of also lets you know, like, oh, we're not getting this character. I didn't know that we were going to get that character. Um, but I figured apparently that's what's point. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, I'm sure, was it in this episode or six that you actually see one of the droids? But we don't know. Chris is like, brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to watch it after yeah, he'll see it. a while. So, fitting fitting in between. But I want to see Alan Tour here. Alan, Alan Tour. Yes. Um, the heist. What did you guys think of the heist? And because I feel like that was kind of the culmination of this, these first six episodes and really kind of puts a period. And, and you could have almost said to Nick's point, like in season one, could have just left it right there and just been like, okay, no. Or do a mid season break where they're going to be like, oh, we're going to wait two months to show you the rest of it. So but what I thought was interesting is like the, the heist itself, like their, their plan that they had all like we're, we're, we're pretty much planning out for multi episodes of like how what they're going to how they're going to pull it off. They made it appear or have the like, sound like it was going to be pretty easy. Right. But then you get into the vault and like, no, we need all of you guys here to help us with this. Because yeah. to move like 14 metric tons of of gold. Like it, it was definitely way harder than they thought it was going to be. Like I, I thought <clears> that was interesting. It went from like. I thought it was going to be a quick in and out to mm -hmm. a shit show. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like the the actual physical yeah. weight of the mm -hmm. money. I mean, crushes and kills a character. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, we see real world consequences. I mean, a forklift being like, you know, like a little, you know, it's not a forklift, but a pallet, pallet jack, basically a space pallet right. jack. And I would say that that is, is probably the pallet jack. <laughs> the biggest criticism to, to lay on Andor is that the space weapons are just like space AKs. Like they're just so generically. The like, rifles are so bad. Yeah. yeah. Like they're basically, they're just, they're AK 47s. It's like, yeah. could you not just put some crap on there to make it not look like an AK 47? <laughs> that's that's the, the, the biggest thing I, I, I personally feel like, you know, so space pallet jack, it works, you know, and, and physically that idea of it falling over and then somebody being pinned down behind it. I liked all of those, those elements. Um, so, so yeah, to Chris's point, I, I was kind of going into it. Like I kept thinking that the girls were on a separate mission to blow up the, yeah. the facility, which right. the whole time I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Cause then it would flood all of the people, right. You know, it would kill right. all of those people. So yeah. they wouldn't want to do that. Um, and they but still then, haven't shown what happened to the uh, the other one, girl or woman. Yes, yes, that was that was a definite moment. Like, hey, wait, um, I think it's yeah. Cinta. Yeah, Cinta. Uh, yeah, it's like she had yeah. her own side mission that mm -hmm. yeah we yep. haven't been made privy to yet. We have not. So <clears throat> as to what what Cinta's up to. So, but um, no, the um, the eye and I mean when they when they mentioned it, I think in episode four. Yeah, maybe four. Um, 
you know, you kind of were like, oh, you you don't mention the gun in the first act. You know, it's like the <laughs> Chekhov's gun. You know, you're like, oh, okay, well, we're definitely going to see this this uh, amazing kind of uh, space um, phenomenon. Know. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and uh, it was it was cool. It lived. It up was to awesome. It. And like, I it loved, was actually really cool. I loved the physicality of it, right. you know? So, um, and it, it actually had the impact that they're all planning on having it, right? Like, it's that <laughs> magnificent that everyone's going to be distracted by it, which I thought was yeah. kind of cool. Was I talking to you guys about this, though? Um, I don't think it was. So, the tribal group that they brought up to the base as a kind of like their you know, their political offering. Oh, yeah, the ISB, people eat yeah. yeah. So, they... Apparently that was an homage to where they filmed it, right? Because I think oh. that was filmed. It was filmed in Scotland. Okay. And that was actually very, very uh, apparently. I, I didn't do my own research on this. This is just something I was told that that kind of like tribal back and forth response of like the political, you know, bringing them into the situation, having them do their here's my whatever, here. here's was your actually here. kind of how things happen in Scotland. Hmm. And it's a, it's actually based off of like a local. Um, tribe or where they were they actually were on, on location filming which i thought was kind of cool right because they yeah. kind of they worked in like a real life um cultural uh thing and, and put it into the show but that i i love like astronomy and shooting stars and all that type of stuff so I, I, that kind of like was good like for me i, I thought it was awesome and actually seeing it was like, wow, they, they, they really did go all out. And how it played a role in the exit, I thought was incredible, too. But yeah, overall, I think it was pretty awesome. I like that they didn't. <clears throat> so I, again, mentioned this on a different show. Um, they kind of dismissed this, this. But I felt like when you're experiencing the eye, other than a couple shots where they like take one second to look at it for just a moment, they don't spend too much time on the eye. You're actually being like moved through it. And you're just yeah. kind of like, you, you don't have a steady, like, Oh, let's just take in the grander. It's like, there's one moment and then it's gone. It's just like back to the heist. Wait, like boom, 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 boom. It definitely made me think, why did they call it the eye when it didn't really resemble an eye, you know, because it was well, the iris part of the eye. Okay. Do you want me to oh, draw okay. a picture for you? You know, it was just a, you know, it was just a bunch of like, you know, ice and things shooting across the atmosphere, which gave it a color and hue. And so you're kind of like, oh, okay. but it, yeah, it was nice. But it, but it, this part is kind of like an eye. It's kind of like the iris, uh, you know, and then the uh, black yeah. part was like this part of space, you know, and the, all of this is the shooting part of the iris of the eye. That's how cool. I interpret it. So. Oh, okay. Sorry, not to get all like arty, you know, about it, but it, it just, I, that's what I saw from um, that portion. So, so my my issue with um, with this arc um, was, you know, like they I felt they squandered um, four and five a lot of those episodes. Like I, I like the point that you made, Matt, about you know a lot of these episodes were really trying to define the character and the characters' motivations of all the characters. You know, which mm -hmm. is a very great point to make. Um, but I, I, it's it's clear you know, once they arrive that they're really just a ragtag group yeah. of amateurs. Yeah. And, and so they don't trust him and they make more of an issue about not trusting uh, Cassian than they do planning the freaking bank robbery. And <laughs> Well, they don't and let him in. Like, your, your viewpoint is with Andor and the fact that all of these people right. are judging him and they're not letting him in. And, and, and it does, like, you know, yeah, but it, does, it does play out in the heist where she's like, you go first because she still doesn't trust him. Right. But there's, you know, they don't let him know any of the details. And they would think, you know, that because they that he's been they've been told to trust him. That he's an expert, you know, that he should know what he's doing. And so he does give them some information, like especially then they say that we don't know how to fly the thing. He's like, well, right. I'm flying it then because it's my life. The space train. But what? What irked me with with episode six with the heist, it was not the heist itself. It's the details in the script and the details in the heist and that the Imperial officer doesn't tell them much. You know, it's like you would think he would have told them how much freaking money was there. He would have told them, hey, here is the communications tower. You need to or at least him somehow, you know, 
delay that guy. Like all these things that didn't happen. And then, so it's like what you guys said, like once they see the money, they had no idea how much was in there, which was mm-hmm. nuts. You would think that they would, someone would have told them that. But so it's like, the, like it's the quarterly said. payroll of an entire sector. It's right. got to be more money in America and in, in the, the entire world of our like, existence. What, what mean, happens it's, it's though? What happens though? If that little small group of Imperials isn't there, you know, it's things like that. And then, um, there's no way they could have moved it all, so they well, had now, to lead left there, some of it. There but is like, that there is that scene where Lieutenant Gore is basically talking to you know one of the Imperials, and he's like basically like you're not going to see the eye, you're going to be down here like fixing right. this this thing up. So and it just it, to me it just felt like there was some lazy writing in there, and just to give it the details that was needed in the episode. So it's things like the guy that's the former stormtrooper that gets shot. You know, it's like oh. He just went down like a sack of potatoes for no reason. And then it's things like the, you could have just had a quick little shot of them when they're loading the money in. No one is securing this massive weight of all this money inside the ship. They're just throwing it in there like it's groceries. And that's what ultimately kills that kid. It's like, yeah. but you could have, you could have shown a shot of them like strapping some of it down and then them forgetting another part of it to give it a little bit more drama and the fact that this part came loose and then crushed him instead of just going like, oh, yeah, it's just all in there. Because anyone that's ever flown a spacecraft or anything from any sci-fi show would know that it would just, from natural weight, would be thrown around in that ship uh, and then probably cause it to crash because it would throw the weight in one part or another to the ship. And so it's things like that that irk me. And I know they're small, minute (laughs) things, but it's It's plot. It's a plot. Anybody I, who's anyone who's ever flown in spaceship. But see, I, I also, <laughs> thank you, Chris. I would write right back I, down to reality. I wouldn't want them to telegraph that scene in. I didn't need it to, to be telegraphed in that this guy's going to be like crushed by weight. So if if they did a close up of like right. somebody forgetting to strap something down, like to me that like goes back to like a a story story kind of like. And I get it. You want to set things up so that when it does yeah. happen, the viewer right. is like, oh, OK, I understand how this. But I liked the surprise. I liked the fact that going into that, even my kids were basically like, oh, that 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 dude's going to die. <laughs> like, yeah. like you well, all kind of knew Greeny was going to die. But it's, it's, I guess it's interesting. Happen, it's just it's just a really interesting way shocking. of showing that like the, the beginnings early ons of the rebel alliance was a shambles yeah <laughs> essentially what it was it's like because you're we're, we're used to hearing or watching these things kind of take place on the big screen or it's a tv show or whatever and it's like a like oceans 11 great example like a flawless execution of how this is right. going to work out or like the when, a-team like dun, 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 oh, yeah, dun, and, and everyone goes home happy right but like mm-hmm. but this is clearly a, like they were in over their heads and I right. think that's actually kind of awesome. Like, you know, I think like the, the awkwardness of that end of that, of that heist kind of, was actually kind well, of interesting. Even, how, even like, Luthen. It was, it, was, it was an absolute disaster. Like, yeah. Had, yeah. Well, and then the whole, the whole scene with him and Skeen, like, which right. totally, again, like that took me, I was like, whoa, did not see that coming where he just shot him dead. And then he was like, I'm bouncing. But right. I liked that that episode also ended with Luthen, who is happy. He's gleeful, you know, because he's Which in it. Is, but weird, though, because yeah, like, it's a like, little weird. It's a it's, little bit like, ooh, like these people just died and you're laughing. Yeah. And and he didn't even like he was like, oh, you're here for that. Let me go into the back. Like, That's yeah, what I mean. Like, like, he, like he, I was like, keep it down, buddy. He's like, not, but he's not to be trusted. I don't trust. No, him no, I like don't. Wrong. I don't either. But I like that aspect of his character. But that's he's, what I mean. That's kind of what I'm get kind of hinting at there about what I'm talking about is that you know they all came off as amateurish except for yeah. Andor, and and it's because of him. It's because he basically threw them in there of going like, oh, you're, you know, your pawns. I don't really care if you live or die. I just want the success, right. and. And so, like, you know, but he comes across though in the first couple episodes as someone who's probably important, but he's almost to me like a con man now at this point. Right. Like, I, I mean, he oh, came shoot. up. We, we didn't even talk about, um, I, I don't know his name, uh, but he doesn't make it. <laughs> uh, and it was, he wasn't crushed. Well, we, we're, this is spoilers. We watched this is the first well, so episode. You mean the guy, the guy indoor shot or, or killed or that's what he was talking about. Yeah. Wait, that's Luther. Oh, Skeen. You're talking about Skeen. Skeen. Oh, that, oh yeah. I'm sorry, Skeen. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't quite catch that. Yeah, no, no, he's he's skeevy. So, yeah, but what's interesting there is, is that it was a complete 
180 on how they kind of told his story because when you're he's always he was kind of like the hard ass at the, at the beginning and then he kind of shares why he's there right yeah which and is then, a, yeah and then you kind of oh i feel for that guy right and i'm like oh this guy's actually kind of a, a good dude and then like 45 minutes later he's getting capped because he wanted to, to, to just take all the money and it was and all a lie like it he was, was he was there like yeah. in fact he was more of what they should have been worried about than andor right so right. but i mean i don't yeah, blame i don't actually, blame the characters him. are way deeper than you think about it it's yeah. kind of weird <laughs> I, I don't blame him for thinking that way. I mean, because like, like I said, like if I would have been tossed to the wolves the way all of them were, and to see all that money, sure, shoot. I, there's nothing wrong proposing it. It's just the way he said it. You know, that's yeah. the thing. Because like he's like, let's uh, kill them and go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, Andor with with him just like being like, I'm just taking what's mine. I mean, you're 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 looking at way much more you know let's say let's say that that whatever they had was three trillion dollars and he's just like i'll take a hundred thousand dollars and here's your magic crystal back because he's probably worried that there's a tracker on it or something honor amongst thieves yeah uh cool tie though with the whole you know kyber crystal him wearing a kyber crystal and then that aspect of Jin urso with the with the kyber crystal too so i Mm -hmm. like that so I like these subtle ties. It's like, you know, I mean. Um, what colors was Jin's? Blue. Hers was just clear. Was it clear? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, and, and his his obviously was was this blue, which had a reference to something else. And I, I didn't dig deeper on on the reference to that, where that Kyber crystal came from. So. Yeah, did you guys, um just speaking of references, did you guys catch all the antiques in the shop? Yes. I didn't. I knew there was going to be something there, though. There's a bunch, actually. There's some uh, Indiana Jones connection stuff too. There. Really? Yeah. And uh, Force Force Unleashed. Um, mm-hmm. There's armor. There's a lot of a lot of really good ones in there. If you if you're paying attention. There's a there's a holocron and a Sith holocron. Force Unleashed. Yeah, like if you look, um, it's in two scenes. Like the background, the armor. He only wears it a couple times, um, but it's like the full helmet armor and everything from the Force Unleashed comic book and, and game. It's oh, wow. back there in the back. That's cool. And uh, yeah, like there's a Wookiee helmet, I think. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff in there. And there's that Utapalan like massive beat stick. Pizza. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so menacing that that club that he that he picks up. So, um, yeah, no, there was a lot of the stones from uh, Temple of Doom are there. Those are nice. just what 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 I had spotted. So. So I guess um, I found them. Okay. It, well, and I think those stones also appear in uh, Solo as well. Oh, they're cool. one. They're they're on that um, table. That um, speaking of that, like uh, uh, a little off topic. Did you guys? You know, you guys saw. I'm sure the picture has been floating around the internet for the last week of a uh, short round seeing Harrison Ford. You know, for the first time in 40 years, with a picture of them happy. You know, hugging each other. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I didn't read this though until yesterday. Where um, they were asking asking him about it, and he said, "Well, I was extremely nervous because I hadn't seen him in four years. Would he even know who I am? You know, at this point." And uh, he said that as soon as Harrison Ford saw me, he goes, "Are you short round?" And he goes, "Somewhere in my head, just the character like popped back in. I went something like, yes, Indy, it's me.' You know, or something. <laughs> it was something just like cute. And that's like when they were hugging after that. Uh-huh. I was like, that, yeah, I was like, that's cool. That is cool." Yeah. So, so is he officially part of Indy Five? Is that? I would bet he's in Indy Five. No, there's been no official announcement, but I would. Think I mean, that's I think we we it. we workshopped or brainstormed this on either an RCAD, a bonus episode, or some at some point. I, I felt like we we talked about this aspect of how Indy Four should have had short round in it, you know, and and he yeah. should have been the next next one to carry on. I think it was maybe I, after... I would have liked that much more. I yeah. think we talked about it actually. Now I'm, I'm remembering it. We all saw, I think, everything everywhere all at once. And we were mm-hmm. all really impressed by him, you know, and his, his abilities in that movie. And we were like, why, why wouldn't they have used him or brought him in? So after watching that, so. Uh, Cliff, Cliff actually told me um, that Indy 4 is a combination of two different scripts. And he goes, because the, the part of the movies that work was from the original 94, 95 script. And then the things that don't work are the things they added in later. 
Oh. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and I, but I agree. I mean, they had nothing to do with short round, but um, I would have preferred that as well to, to bring him back in and as an adult. And I think that's yeah. kind of what they're planning on doing with, uh, is her name Phoebe, Phoebe Bridger? Um, is that she's like a, an archaeologist as well, like a, mm. a younger archaeologist. Interesting. Anyway, we're talking about Star Wars. No, I mean it's all. I mean, I always kind of think of Indiana Jones as as um, part it's of true. Star Wars. It's all Lucas. Yeah, it's all Lucas. Yeah. So, well, no, I mean, you get that Spielberg, you know, Kathleen Kennedy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, her names maybe, on just maybe, about everything. Maybe we'll needs. find out why the uh, C three PO and R two D two are on the wall with the stones. Yeah. Yeah. Someday. Someday. Um. Uh oh, cookies are done. This show's just yeah. about done. So, by the way, the cereal that Cyril is eating is a uh, Twix Trolls World Tour special cereal, oh. and it's just the brown and blue balls <laughs> that they took out. So, <laughs> you know, some just think some intern at Lucasfilm was just pulling out all of those like little little pieces. A lot of blue balls. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's just like uh, you know the old Van Halen thing. You know, in their contract, they always you always had to have like a bowl of just brown M and M's. You know, and it wasn't it wasn't because they wanted them. It was just to make sure that they read the contract. You know, it was like because how many times did people, you know, like yeah, we just want you to play here, and they they wouldn't read the contract, and so because they put that in there just so people would read huh. it, and because like they knew that if they got there and there wasn't a bowl of brown M and M's, then most likely they were going to get screwed over on something. And so it's like, oh, well, we're done. We're not playing. Is here there, is there a litmus contract. test? Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if it was the dark brown or the, the light tan that they eventually did away with. Because light tan. Because I always liked the light tan ones. You know, they the tasted just a little better. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I have no. There's no flavor on those candy coated shells. <laughs> when you were a kid, you thought there were. You were like, oh, yeah, it does taste like lime and chocolate. Um. <laughs> Well, I mean, I always when I think of M and M's, I always think of the commercial from the '80s where it's like a bunch of kids playing baseball. Yeah, yeah, and, and I know the kid eats. Yeah, the like green each one color, and, each color, single, yeah, double, yeah, triple, kind of, home run, grand right. slam. Yep. The greens yeah. were always the home run, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yep. It's unlocked it's a core memory there. And and there. now nowadays, yeah. now we know why they had to eat the green ones is because it's the lady M M&M. and M. Well, we so. used to do that <laughs> when we played little league. Like you know, we we would, we would treat them the same way. And we were all trader M and M's, singles, doubles, triples, home mm-hmm. runs. That was awesome. Core memory unlock. That was awesome. <laughs> um, thank you, Van Halen. Eddie, Nick's, Nick's crazy uh, music music memory. So, um, all right. Uh, other things to you know, I guess in this first six episodes, we got a brothel in the first five minutes. Yeah, of, uh, sure did. Um, Nick said that it didn't go dark enough. I was just about to talk about episode seven. I was like, oh, that's right. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> <Never mind. I'm, laughs> there's been a couple times where I'm like, just don't say anything. So, well, I mean, okay. So like, you know what I, I guess, because I've always been kind of clamoring for an empire show. I've always wanted an empire show. Um, and this is, I think it's going to be the closest we're going to get to it. And so I'm definitely liking all of the, the ISB stuff. I just wish mm-hmm. there was more to it, you know? Um, and because I would have loved to have seen, because you have Rebels, which I know is a cartoon show, but I, I would have liked to have seen minimal of the rebellion part of like, hey, we're just a ragtag group, kind of like what we're seeing a little bit. And a little, because I'm loving all the Mon Mothma stuff. Yes. But I would have much rather had this show been from the Empire's point of view of like, we're an intelligence service and like we're really hunting these things, people down and but like, I, I like that we get the two branches. We, we, yeah, we are, we're getting so, a little bit of both, you know? And, 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 and the most, like even my son pointed it out. It was just like, Hey, we've never seen TIE fighter pilots getting into, to TIE, TIE fighters. We've never seen that in one of the movies where I guess you're right. Like, so, I'd seen it, you know, tons of times. Video games. We've, we've like, seen oh, the, yeah. the the sequel trilogy and <laughs> and Force Awakens them getting in those Tie Fighters, but in the classic 
you know, classic yeah. TIE fighter, classic TIE fighter pilot. We've never seen that. And so even that whole sequence, when we saw that, my, my son was geeking out on it. He was like, There's and he points out stuff that I, that. I don't even notice sometimes. I'm like, whoa, what? Wait, There's wait, a video game on. I know out there where you do that, where you walk on, you know, and you get down into it. I can't think of what it is. Yeah. Yeah, you do um, it in the latest one, I think. And what? The latest one. Uh, Jedi. Oh, um, yeah. Or. Um, Fallen Order. Rogue. Rogue. Rogue uh, squad. No. Not, is it Fallen? No. Fallen Order. Oh, I haven't played Fallen Order, but. um. No, there's a there's another one that it's like uh yeah, the, the pilot games the squadron yeah. yeah squadrons squadrons yeah. that's it nailed it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no it, it um there's another thought in there oh you were talking about the two sides getting Mon Mothma um we are seeing the ISB I like that we haven't gotten Darth Vader. Like, like there's, I, I you know, don't really want to see him. And I don't, I don't either. I'm, I'm completely I fine see with Saw Oh, we will. Well, yeah, that's coming. I think that was teased in the trailer, I believe. It was. So, um, so we should get an element of that and that'll be, that'll be an interesting, like, um, segue, I guess, of, of, of how those two characters, cause those two characters don't interact on, in Rogue One, but they know each other. Mm. So, um, well, uh, you know, it'd be interesting you know, if because I would like to see more missions with with Cassian than just what we've got. You know, if it's only been two seasons, I really want to see like a boom, boom, boom type thing. I said, the, um, see, I'm and, I'm kind of like it's funny because I'm more on the Clone Wars side of thing where I like the fact that these like we're getting these three episode arcs like Clone Wars. It's a little bit more like we're getting a little bit of everything. It's not just like. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be one episode per mission, but like, I mean, I, I want to see me, that's like Mandalorian where it's like off to another adventure and, right. and off to another, you know, but like, you know, cause since we, let me think of this with Saul Guerrero, cause like, if you're going to introduce Saul Guerrero, then you need to have him almost really show. Cause he, he's already anyone who's seen Clone Wars and the history of rebels and his progression, you know, he becomes more radical, becomes more crazy. And you almost need to see that in this, if you're going to make it show that, that one mission to where he really crossed the line to where he basically gets kicked out of the rebellion, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and so I, I would like to see and, or be on that mission where that happens to where it's like, Oh, this guy is crazy, you know? And yeah. Cause I think that could be a really interesting arc if they do it. Um, let's see. Um, we we got Mon Mothma speaking to a Senate who doesn't want to hear anything that she has to say. So which was a is is kind of interesting that that it's like she's already been marked, you know, as far as like the Emperor's like I, I assume, you know, the Emperor's like, hey, don't sit in on, on, on her speeches or whatever. But we see those people just kind of bailing on on her um right. speech. So um and, and the Senate chamber is just looking even more and more vacant because we know the emperor is is the senate like he he is controlling them so um yeah you're kind of seeing like it's like it's it's actual breakdown yeah it's yeah like the cool. fall the, the fall of it because you know uh, a new hope um tarkin says you know the emperor has dissolved the senate right so it's actually kind of cool we we saw an actor who could play a young tarkin <laughs> better than the the Dude, cgi I Yes, right? the guy with the short, short hair. Like, um, yes, I, I want him I, to be like Tarkin's love child. Like, <laughs> well, Tarkin had a love affair. Tarkin was gay. Oh, yeah, from a certain point of view. Yeah, okay, it's canon. We've talked okay. about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Love affair with a stormtrooper. The lowly stormtrooper. Uh huh. Standards, Tarkin. Come on. Uh, it's all about power. You know, <laughs> sex and power. Um, <laughs> the um, yeah, so we got we got a young looking Tarkin who, again, like when he was on screen, I was like, where was this guy when they were shooting Revenge of the Sith? Because this guy could even, you know, we did. I did. I must have missed that scene, but like, how? It's only five. No, years no, just uh, Deidre's assistant. Deidre's oh, assistant looks like guy. a lot like like a young Tarkin, and I just say that he looks better than the the CGI mm -hmm. version that we got in Revenge of the Sith. So, ah, he looked kind of awesome. that one little scene where you see a side he turns around. Yeah. yeah, his cheeks look like he got bit by a bee. That's true. So, there, really. Yeah, they're a little puffy. So, um, but anyway, um, 
Well, I think we're all enjoying the show. One of us gives it a B plus. <laughs> Who's that? He's you? still thinking about it. I don't great. know if I'd give it a B plus. It's too high. It's too high. Yeah. yeah. Probably okay. a probably a B minus. Wow. Well, that's like I'm getting flashbacks of when I was in grad school. Jeez. Well, I mean, it's just it's just one of those things that's not fully won me over yet. You know, it's like I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Um, I'm enjoying it. I've actually even just done kind of a, a rewatch with it in the background. Um, so um, just to, I don't know, like I, I like the pacing. So I like the, that we're kind of getting time just in this environment, even if it's just Scotland. I'm kind mm -hmm. of wondering, will we see a return to this planet? Um, you know, will we see that? that damn broken or are we just on to new and better things, which would be fine by me. Like, yeah. but we do know that Cinta um, escaped that heist and she, we don't know where she's at. So I, I assume that Cinta's alive on that planet um, and her being the only rebel operative from that mission that, that survived. She's mm -hmm. the one that uh, is, uh, has relationships with Vel, which I know it's easy to confuse Vel with Val since, you know, we can only have names. Like <laughs> Now was the other act, the actress who was in command of the, the robbery. Um, Vel. Is that Vel? Okay. Yeah. Did, is that episode six or seven to where we find yeah. out? Mm. Is it six or seven? Mm. Okay. Well, I can see uh, <laughs> another, another another game of another Game of Thrones actress. She was the uh, the waif um, that stabbed Arya. With oh, the oh no yeah. Boy, she's she's a pretty good chameleon. I started yeah, watching so. the other one, the uh, that, that the House of Dragon. Show. Yeah, it's good mm -hmm. so far. Yeah. I'm I'm with uh, Chris though. I finished uh, Rings of Power. Mm. Show finishes really strong. Really, really enjoyed. Um, the ending of that. Yes. So, and uh, so, I, I know Nick hasn't watched it, and and you're you're already kind of down on it, but <laughs> like Nick's coming into Rings of uh, No, you just you were kind of like, well, it's just based on this text, and you're you're. you're well, I, I just don't. I, you mean you got? I don't. I don't plan on watching it, so it's just. Uh... What's cool about it? And I'll, I'll compare, and we can kind of tie this into uh, Andor a little bit. It's the same shit, right? Like. <laughs> They, they don't have anything to worry about bumping into. Yeah. Like they have, you, you have this end game, right? Obviously yep. you got the, the rings of power, then the rings are all the other bullshit, all the rings are being made, whatever, this and the third. But like, and then of course you had the battle with Isildur and Sauron is kind of like where you have to lead it to, right? That's kind of yeah. like, like the canon of fellowship. Um, but you've got like 7,000 or 700 years of, shit to go through like that that's the cool part like they're they, they have the their ability to kind of like create their own story yeah because only based on text and they're doing a really good job of it and it's, i think that the, i i mean I, I, the I'm first season really feels like a solid the first season really feels like a solid book or a chapter you know it's yeah. just like the way that it ends and it's just like yes okay and and i yeah so, i think the last three episodes is, really is brought a, me a, in a spoiler that's not going to give away like the, what you're anything you're watching really, but you're, you're, you're starting off, you're, you're getting the, the creation of Mount doom. Like, <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And then you, get the, you have like generations of stories that can be told from that point on to what we know in the movies. So I think they have that, that artistic ability to go out there and make some really cool stories. So, so far I'm a, I'm a big fan of that show. I also I like the color great. palette. It's brighter. Yeah. <laughs> even yeah. though, even though there's parts that are dark, um, and, and with the light, the yeah. dark can be really dark. Um, and, and another thing to just kick the tires about Andor, we did have a very colorful explosion in the, in the eye, but for the yeah. most part, the palette is pretty much like pretty gray, beautiful. brown, blue, White. and, and some, some green pastures, but, but they're really gray. So, yeah. um, and, and that, that would be my criticism of, of House of Dragon is that the, the palettes are just like really dark and dingy. Yeah, I, and I have to like turn my, my brightness up on my phone and I still can't see it from my lunch like <laughs> watching it like a well-lit room. <laughs> and the, and the love scenes on the beach where you're like, wait, what's happening? What's what's happening? Happening? Oh, that's a crab calling out of his penis. That's great. <laughs> well, we, we've really taken this show in a new direction. In episode 
three or four, you know, Cassian makes the point of like, you should walk on this side, you should walk on this side because you're left-handed, you know, and you should have the guns pointed away. But in the next episode, they're still walking that way with the guns pointed towards each other. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> no, I, I thought it was about the, the actual, like his arm, like his shooting arm would be on the outside. So even though the guns are pointed that way, it's the idea that they're a certain hand and he could actually shoot on that side. That's, that's the point. Like if you look at the way they're walking and the, and the one they're doing it is that there's two lefties, which is really weird for four people to have two left-handed people. But, uh, they're, you know, the left-handed person is on the left side pointing the gun towards the other guy who's the right hand. So their guns are mm-hmm. aimed toward each other. You wouldn't do that because you could accidentally shoot each other. Right. So Andor says you should flip. That way the muzzles of the guns are pointed outwards. But if you watch the next episode when they're actually walking towards the base on the heist, they're still walking with the guns towards each other. Yeah, yeah. they're un- yeah. in the original thing that he tried to correct them on. Well, and they so- probably filmed it. They probably filmed it before or after. Or, or yeah. hear me out. They don't trust Andor, and they're going right. to do it the way that they are going to do. Oh, seriously! I mean, like they've they kind of show us that that they didn't trust Andor up till the very end, and or they just suck at being scoundrels. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's the other part too. Like they, they just can't figure it out. Well, we certainly don't try to suck at doing this show, but uh, sometimes we do because we don't podcast as regularly as we should if you like what we do though we do record an explicit podcast unlike this one <laughs> yeah I think Chris, had, Chris had probably what eight swear words yeah i had four no you, you dropped some s's literally five minutes ago and you didn't even notice several several f's and s's and a's and t's and what have you but i'm sorry at any rate who i am it's who i am <laughs> we we do enjoy talking about about star wars when we can um and um and apparently we can only do it when Jack's not around. So there's that. Things are very um, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, what but, would you like us to talk about is actually probably the bigger question. What do you want to see? Like, have you heard about Ezra Bridger might be getting his own his own show? Wait, what? Well, he'll be, well he'll be on. I thought he was just going to be cast into. Yeah, he'll yeah. be in. He'll be in uh, rumor has he's getting his own solo show. Oh. Huh. I I just assumed he was going to be part of Ahsoka. Ahsoka, but yeah, I'd be fine. I mean, mm-hmm. you he'd probably be a few years down the road because you know he'll be, mm-hmm. they'll have to find him Ahsoka. But yeah, I mean the guy they cast is spot on. I mean, mm-hmm. looks just like looks him. fantastic. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited about that. It probably won't live up to what I've written out in my mind, <laughs> but um, just about like the post. You so know, Rebel if films. if if we I get a, an Ahsoka show and a uh what's his name ezra bridger show mm-hmm. i don't know if there's no effing thrawn i'm gonna be so mad no like, that's that's what I, that's me and matt i know i maybe you weren't on the episode we definitely talked about this though like because to me it's perfect setup because like you know have the ahsoka show gotta do it. and then somehow you tie in the whole thrawn trilogy you know but instead gotta of being luke it. it's ezra mm-hmm. because you could still do it that way mm-hmm. and it would be awesome uh, and I would rather have that because I mean I don't know if I'd want to do an Ezra show because no you already have Rebels, but um, I, I don't, don't care. Yeah, well, exactly. You, you can get you can get like older Ezra. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like I mean that, it's clearly what you're gonna have to Jedi Master Ezra. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'm down. I I want more. He's totally gonna die by by the end of it all because we know he. <laughs> yeah, will. has to pretty much. <laughs> Um, or he takes Grogu off into wild space and, and then they're like, they're not there for, uh, the force awakens trilogy. Anyway, I was, I was just wrapping, there's a, there's a trilogy after ra- wrapping up this, this show here. <laughs> we can talk more cause we can talk Star nah, Wars nah. all, all, but, uh, at this time though, if you would like to send us an email and we'll get to it in the next two months, uh, send us an email at the force is well done at gmail.com we would appreciate that or rate and review this show since we're on it so often um (laughs) we would like to thank some patrons that make this show possible and as always i tried to make them uh and or themed we have tack to emo uh just like the droid luthan richter ed the clem of course i gotta go with the alliteration maggie mothma nice and joe andor Thank you for making 
Joanne's Joanne's is uh, usually the hardest one, and then I was like, oh, it's right there. It's so right there. That's perfect. Thanks for making this show possible. Thanks for all the patrons that make this show possible. We we do appreciate it. And um, and thank you for the Houston Astros for sweeping the New York Yankees. <laughs> this was a great show. It's one in a million. Sorry, I, I just feel so anticlimactic saying it. You you take us out, Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What what is your goodbye sign? What do you say? Usually, I say bye, but I'll say remember. Force to be with you always. Always. <laughs>